Welcome, friends and fellow adventurers, to the 43rd campaign episode of Cocked, a Real Play RPG podcast. A few quick announcements. One, we have launched the giveaway, which is hosted on Instagram. If you have not followed the show or our cast, check out the episode description for links. The giveaway does have some rules, which are included in the original post and can be found on the show's Instagram as well as my own. The winner will be able to choose between five models created by myself using Titancraft. A huge thank you to the Titancraft team who agreed to sponsor the giveaway for the show. Please see the episode description for a link to their site. The giveaway winner will be chosen and announced on September 12th when we release our one-year anniversary episode. Also, my beautiful wife and I will be attending ReaperCon this year over Labor Day weekend and passing out ribbons. Stop by and say hi, we may or may not have some extra ribbons left over from last year, so we may be bringing two. Last thing, I'm excited to announce that I have chosen to become an affiliate with Chronicle Cards or at ChronicleRPGs on Instagram. I personally use the Wolf Hair brushes as well as their Kalinsky Sable line to paint. If you would like to check them out, there is a 20% off coupon in the episode description below. They also have a new Kickstarter coming out soon for Teclon Tiger Dry Brushes. And now, without further delay, we resume with the party as Puck has just lit his flaming tongue sword and Agard used erupting earth to enhance the perception of Puck and his skills. Almost simultaneously, Agard casts erupting earth and it looks as though as he lit the fire from his sword, the ground erupts underneath the hobgoblins. Mm-hmm. Um, Puck just looks like a demigod. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of what Agar was going yeah, to do. And so, and when Agar does it, you see him. He, he reached in one of his pouches and he pulled out a small piece of obsidian mm-hmm. and whispered into it, and basically looked like he threw it out towards the area. Right. And it turns into dust and it leaves his hand. Okay. And then that triggers the erupting earth. Right. So I rolled an eighteen. Plus okay. two for intimidation, so he has a twenty for intimidation. Mm-hmm. So at this point, the hobgoblins that are there, other than the ones that are engaged, you see the ten from the erupting earth fly. They don't make it; uh, they perish as they land. Oh, they were caught by surprise and launched around. Some of them, their own weapons are what ended up killing them um, as they were pulling them out. The other hobgoblins that haven't been engaged yet or haven't engaged in the fight immediately begin to turn and head towards the opposite side where the crystal is but you see at least the first four that get to the door are running through a pathway that's up there they are leaving through that okay does katie want to do anything before we get in turn order maybe you guys all want to action as he stepped out and did that um kind of like a surprise round but Braca hasn't done anything yet um, Brock is like currently making a potion. Just making a potion. Yeah, he's about to cast a spell. Does it seem like we're not near the crystal, right? You said it was forty feet away from us. Yeah, it's about forty feet away from me. Does it seem like there is a like a crowd between us and the crystal? There were. They are dispersed. Like, do, is it a beeline effect? You, you have a straight line to where you could get around the goblins and hobgoblins that are there um, without probably attracting their attention because they're fighting each other or retreating. None of the goblins have gone against another goblin. They are all... Everybody that was in there is rising up with Puck and 
pushing into the hobgoblins. Where are the wards at? Those things, those like dog creatures, man. Those things are gonna calm down. Brock, get, give me your bag. Okay. And I, I'll take his bag if I can, and then double move. Brock, Brock will hand you the cloth thing as well, oh, so okay. you can safely. I didn't know you had that. Yeah. Sorry, I thought Agar did. So I'm gonna say you're able to take the bag. You wouldn't be able to double move this time, but oh, you would get action. within yeah within ten feet of the crystal, and you're on, you're making your way. You're on your way there, and there is nobody in between you and the crystal right now. Okay. And I rolled a three for the other hobgoblins that are left. They don't see you at all. They are more worried about the ones, the goblins attacking them, and the people retreating and trying to figure out what they're doing and their life than they are the crystal. Okay. Um, how many paths? So the hobgoblins that are running are they are they running through like multiple paths to exit, or are they just running? They're running one? through one path. They're running straight past that crystal and headed up the four that you have seen. Um, and it's at this point we're going to get in turn order. Okay. Damn it! Can't do anything. Eighteen for Five. Well, Puck fittingly rolled a natural twenty. Nice. <clears throat> and when I rolled for the hobgoblins, I rolled a three. So they're pretty on their heels right now. Oh, wait, did any of them not? Uh, I didn't roll for the damage. It, none of none of the ten that got hit with that survived. They were taken. Oh, they all were, of them. Yeah, they were taken by surprise, and they slammed into the walls. Um, some of them came down and landed on it, their own weapons. Yeah, they were they were pretty pretty messed up. Great. Agard, in this state of mind, murdered ten hobgoblins all at once. Right. Put a reason behind it. There you go. Um, yeah, they're ugly. Uh, <coughs> Twenty. <coughs> so what did Agar roll? Seventeen for Agar. Seventeen. And is that with that's with your modifiers, right? Puck got a 25. Um, goblins roll 3 plus 1, so 4. And I'm going to move them as a group. Let me roll for the goblins real quick. Oh my gosh, I rolled another natural 20. I Agar like these. Hopes of hacks here. I like these new dice. Rocco, what did you get? Five. 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 <laughs> <laughs> is your uh, is your AC still thirteen? Yeah. Your deck still fourteen. I believe so. Man, where's yeah. warmer? And what I are am, your? I'm wearing the magic card, the displacement armor. Oh, what right. are your uh, your hit points? Thirty-six. Thirty-six. Agard, what are yours? Hit 61. Points. 61. Oh, and still 16 AC and 17 decks? 17 AC now. 17 AC. The new armor was lighter than the armor I had, but my AC went up by one. Nice. Yeah. But all right. And, and then, not because of the armor, just because of the type of armor. I was right. strange. And then Katie, what did you roll? 16. 16. And is your AC? 13. 13. Deck 16. And what's your max hit points? Uh, 50. You have tough, don't you? Yeah, also. That's a really damn good feat. So, 
Puck goes first. You see this giant Puck. He's about 10 feet tall. As soon as he activated the rune, it was Giant's Might, so he grew to be about 10 feet tall um, while he was giving a speech, so he's a little bit taller than Agard is now. And he immediately sprints into the fray and just swipes at one of the hobgoblins in front of him. He has his flame tongue out yet now? Yep. Is it lit? He, yep, he lit oh, it. Oh, so next. can see a lot then. Yeah, big, big that's... Sometime. As soon as he lit it, that's when you cast Erupt Earth. And so it looked right. almost as though he okay. did that. Um, plus eight to hit. He has two, so he swings into the crowd of hobgoblins. He misses over the top mm. with both slices um, as he cuts through. And you see as they kind of duck out of the way and you can... You can see, hear the hobgoblins kind of conversing amongst each other, and two more from that group begin to sprint and run towards that same door that all of them are headed towards. But again, they're turning to sprint. They don't actually move yet because um, it's not their turn. The group of goblins pushes in further on the um, hobgoblin group. And they hit. And collectively do damage to the group of hobgoblins that are there as they begin to lose ground and slide backwards a little. And Agard, you are up. Is there anyone heading towards the stone? Not at the moment. Okay. It's all just started. It's bouncing back and forth. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them are either retreating or trying to engage the goblins. Okay, Agard is going to um, look off to the side. Rock Katie, I'm going to bring some friends along with us. Well, it's really just me saying that Katie ran off to get the. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. Re- I'm sorry. I missed yeah, that. It's okay. I was. I'm 30 feet away from you, towards the stone. Okay. So. Okay. Well, then he yells it out to where Katie would hear. Okay. Do not be alarmed, Katie. Some multi-legged friends are joining us. And he casts Conjure Animals. Okay. I can cast two level one creatures. Do you have to roll on your table? Or do. Oh, shit. Uh, 14. Oh, yeah. never mind. So he um, conjures two giant spiders. Ooh, okay, okay. And, oh my god, and really? They, they immediately come up to Agard because he conjured them, and he says, "I will look like you. Follow me. Do not harm any goblins. Only hobgoblins." I guess they give us. Some yeah, they, they understand you. All their so. eyes go. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. And yeah. then that was my action. Okay. Bonus action. Uh, Agard is going to um, wild shape into also a giant spider. I'm going to say because you're using it's so magic on this turn mm-hmm. that first roll we're good. We're good. Okay. That, yeah, that would be like for the whole use of magic for that turn. Yeah. So confidence. Agard then changes into a, a giant. So there's three giant spiders, okay. um, and then they immediately we all everyone just all three of us just rush towards the, the battle. Begin moving. I'm okay. going to say you can get right behind the goblins and get ready to essentially, next turn you guys would leap over the goblins and mm-hmm. land on top of some of the hobgoblins in your attack. I like it. Okay. That's it. Uh, Wait, do we run right past Katie? 
<laughs> so, so Katie is basically like going up the wall around, yeah. Yeah. and you guys are headed in a straight line. So you will pass her, mm-hmm. but it's about twenty feet to the left of her. She'll she just see it out of the corner of her eye. Before <laughs> now, oh. she just hears. <laughs> oh God! The best. And Katie, you're up. All right, uh, I'm gonna move towards the stone. Okay. And you're only about ten feet away, so you can get up to the stone. Yeah. Try to use the cloth and maneuver it into the bag. How are you doing that with the bag? How are you getting it into the bag? Are you setting the bag on the ground? Are you putting the bag over it to I feel, begin yeah, with? Yeah, I feel How like if I could, I'll use the cloth to push this crystal on its side and put the bag open on the ground and then use the cloth on the back to push it in. Roll, at least for, for this, roll a dexterity check. Actually, roll a stealth, because that's dex. Fuck. Um. <laughs> My bag gets ripped. I'm gonna be so... <laughs> Ten. Ten? You're not necessarily discreet. You make noise as the crystal kind of thuds and then begins to slide across as you're putting it in the bag. And one of the hobgoblins kind of in the back of the group turns and looks and sees you. Of course they do. Okay, am I able to still, like, get it in the bag, though? Yep, you got it. You've slid it in the bag. Okay. You, You have all that. They just noticed it. That would would any any of us notice this happening? Um, not immediately. Okay. okay. So I want to secure the bag on me. Okay. I'm nervous to do that though. As the tear, I see the evil gleam in his eye when I said that. You know, so it made me pause. As the bag tears, because sucked it. No, I'm technically. Well, no. Come on, go. You got it on the side. Yeah, but like securely. Yep. You're able to secure it to your side. And then I will start heading back towards Braca. Okay. You, you move about 20 feet back in that direction. So you've got about 20 feet before you get to Braca now. Yeah. <clears throat> and then Braca, you're up. Uh, uh, so the how far away is the... the um? So there's only... Is there only one exit in... Like, well, the way we came in the Hobgoblin? There's only one for... There's three going in and out of here, other than the secret little passageway you guys took. Right. But the way that the goblins are situated and haven't approached the hobgoblins, there's only one exit. Well, for one them. accessible. Yeah, okay. and so they're they're sprinting out there. Um, you've seen four run past, and it looks like two are getting ready to make a break for it too. Okay. Uh, how far away is it? Um, it's about. I'd say about 60 feet from where exactly you are the range I need. Um, Brock is going to make, he's going to um, make the same like brown concoction mm-hmm. and a vial and lob a vial of grease over there. Okay. How, how wide okay. is the exit? It's about, it, I mean, it's bigger than the, the way that you guys brought in here or came in here, but it's still only about five feet wide okay. and about, I'd say it's probably like eight or nine feet tall. Okay. So he'll, um, essentially throw it far enough to the point where it like the vial shatters on like the first like five feet and then goes inward another okay. five feet yep so the first ten feet of yeah. it are just covered in grease yeah. does Rocky nice. yell Kobe when he does it yeah, you know I don't know not this time <laughs> not this time <laughs> Kobe not this time <laughs> and now it is the Hop Goblin's turn so they're dying so fast 
chill. What is the save on the grease? 16. Dex. 16. Dex. So the first one hits it and slips and falls at the front. The second one sees what happened and jumps over the top and lands on the other side and slides and then sprints down the tunnel. I rolled a 19 for him. And sprints down the tunnel. Um, The other one is now effectively blocking the exit for most unless they are able to jump over him and keep going. And he is laying flat at the moment. He will stay there. Um, The other hobgoblins will push in towards the goblins trying to fight them off. That is not going to hit. So they swing wildly and you can kind of see some of the goblins ducking underneath it and they don't seem to be taking a lot of damage. It seems like the element of surprise has worked in their favor here as Puck then steps to the front of the line now and basically swings down trying to come across where their actual abdomens and everything are rather than the first swing was kind of head level and they were able to duck so now he's going a little lower. Yeah. Okay, I rolled a 15 and a 13, and it's plus 8, so I think they both hit. Yes, 1d6 plus 5 plus 2d6. Mm. Holy cow, because it's flaming. So 3d6 plus 5 for each hit. Jeez. Now we have flame tongue. Yeah. It's 18 for the first hit. 16 for the next one. So what's that? 32? Yeah. 34. Sure. 100. The higher one. So you see as the the blade comes through, you can see as some of the hobgoblins fly out of the pile and like smash against the wall and fall lifeless as Pock just swings through both, um, both attacks. And the goblins continue to push on. The hobgoblins are losing ground. They are moving another 10 feet towards that exit so they're about 30 feet from the exit now as the whole group is just kind of blocking them and some of the goblins begin to try to flank to keep them from being able to get out is puck dual wielding no but he gets two attacks he only has one but he gets two attacks per action because he's a fighter i don't know why that just clicked <laughs> <laughs> So I rolled a 15 for, rather than attack, I moved, I rolled for them to kind of maneuver and more pin them in, and they've got it to where now the hobgoblins really don't have any escape. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be able to get to the door. They have cut them off from that effectively. Right. Um, and Agard, you and your yep. spider, friends spider friends are up. Yep. Agard's spider friends are going to attack the nearest hobgoblins. Okay. Okay. Roll for each one to attack. Yep. That is a 26. Yep. Ooh, an 11. Nope. And a 22. Yep. So two hits. Two hit. It's going to be um, 1d8 plus 3 piercing damage for each one. Let's roll up a little bit, please. So that is... 10 piercing for one and 8 piercing for the other. Plus 18. And both will need to make a constitution saving throw. Okay, I'm just going to roll it for the group. Yep. I rolled an 18. 
Yeah. So they take half of poison damage. Okay. So they take half poison damage, so, which is? which is uh, nine poison damage. Nine? Yes. All right. Yeah. It's... And Katie, are you just headed straight back to the path you guys came through, or are you looking at what's going on? No, I don't think that she's really paying. Her focus was the crystal, and then she's just trying to get the bag back to Braca right now. Okay. That's her focus. So, <clears throat> if it's my turn. Yep. Katie, you're up. I would um, continue to head to Braca to make sure to give him the bag. Okay, you can move the extra 20 feet. You are, I'm assuming you were at the, yeah, Braca was at the so. front of the room, right? Mm. So, Katie, you're able to hand him the bag. Um. Braca, I got the crystal. So here, I, I don't know if you have somewhere that you'd like to keep this safe. I mean, I'll think of something. Should is is this really our fight? Should we stay here for this or? Uh, well, Puck seems to want to kill all the hobgoblins because that's what it looks like, right? I mean, yeah, he's he's just trying to anybody who is against him, he is taking out to try to send a message. Yeah, that's what he had told us, that anybody who didn't join him. I think after Braca would say that to Katie, like, she would then finally, like, kind of look out and observe and take in what's happening with the room. Yeah. How about for now, because I don't know for certain if something is going to enter from the path we took, like, the hag, for example... But um, you could guard this. You could just guard this passageway, and if anything comes near us, just you know, I'll I'll help you deal with it. Have I already? Would giving him the bag back be my action then for the, or could I hold an action? I'm gonna give you that as a bonus action to be able to pass the bag because you're both accepting and receiving. I'm gonna say those are more bonus actions, and I'll give you an action. Okay, so I will I'm- say. Before you tell, because you did say you looked out, you now see Puck as a giant goblin with a scimitar that you guys had seen before. Um, and you do see, that was me, I punched this. Oh, okay. That was, you do see three spiders now in the fray, too, that look like they're attacking the hobgoblins. And one of them is oddly colored, similar to Agard. Which you have seen this well, before. He had yelled out to yeah, him. I heard him. Yeah. He had talked about that. I but don't now, know if it registered, but now you it's know. now it's registering, yeah. it's sinking in. And now what would you like to do? So Katie kind of just stands in an, an awe moment, like Aww. she just <laughs> not like a like, oh my god, look at everything that's happening. This is <laughs> I hated so amazing. Before, but look how cute they are. No, more like a holy fuck. What <laughs> what oh. has happened in the little bit of time that I went to go grab this crystal? And she's just tired of fighting. But when with what Braca had said, she will just stay where she is, watching where we came in from and ready in action with her axe that if something hostile comes through, then she will attack it with her chromatic axe. So you guys are standing at the front of the secret passageway, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Braca is going to say to Katie before 
She, like, stands guard at the door. Just say it to your and find your peace. It'll be okay. We'll get through it. I can't there see that to Katie right now. <laughs> <laughs> Roll another constitution check. <laughs> 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 uh, Katie has a nosebleed as she's holding that case. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, with that, Braca, you are up. Um, I don't really know what to do, to be honest. Uh, does it look like, for the most part, um, that Puck and the other goblins and a guard have like the situation handled because like they're pretty, I mean they're yeah. pretty much corralling or like in like pincering all them in the, the hobgoblins are cornered they're pinned they have no way out and you see the goblins are it's a little scary it seems like they're taking out rage of being oppressed by yeah, these hobgoblins for uh, a while now and it seems like yeah if you got in the middle of it you, you don't want to be in the middle of it you want to be yeah. on the goblin side right now yeah um, okay. Um, Braca is just gonna. Hmm, I don't even know what to do, to be honest. Um, face the hallway that Katie's facing mm-hmm. and um, just, I guess, prepare. If, if I see anything like hostile coming down the hallway, just prepare like a firebolt to launch at it. Okay. Grease lasts for one minute, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so this is two rounds of it being down. Uh, yeah. Okay. Or, hmm, yeah, never mind. Yeah, I was going to do something else. Never mind. So the hobgoblins are cornered, and they are lashing out, and I'm going to give them basically what barbarians have for their reckless attack. I'm going to give them advantage, but anything attacking them also has advantage back, because um, they are cornered and just... Technically yeah, they're they're just they're recklessly trying to make a hole in the goblins that they could try to get out towards the door. Yeah. The dice said no. <laughs> I rolled a seven and a ten. They don't they don't hit um, with their attack as they lash out at the the front line. The goblins are able to get their shields up and block and continue to push them further back. Um, and Puck is up, and he's going to do the same thing. He's just angry and swinging through. I rolled an 18 and a 19 with my modifiers. Right. Um, I believe... Yeah, pizza, pizza. So, again, 3d6... Holy crap, I rolled two fives and a six for that. <laughs> Plus five, so 21 for that. Jeez. Yeah, man, Flame Tongue Scimitars are insane. Oh, then I rolled two ones and a two, so. <laughs> Nine, so 30 points of damage right there with those two attacks. So you see as more hobgoblins go flying and, and perish. How many more left? At this point, there's only two left alive standing there trying to fight right um and the goblins are up they're not going to stop they do not hit but they are able to keep them in place so the hobgoblins don't make any ground or any holes but they also don't get pushed back at all there's just two as you guys are kind of cornering them in 
to the wall. They've got about 10 feet behind them to the wall, but there are kind of goblins flanking them to where they can't go anywhere other than backwards towards the wall. Right. And Agard, you are up. Well, there were three in front of Agard and these spider villains. Mm-hmm. They've dropped. Oh, they're all dead too? Not all of them. There's still two there. There's still two there, okay. There's still two there, yeah. So, Spider Agard and Conjured Spider 1 are going to attack mm-hmm. one of them. And then the other spider's going to attack. But we have advantage on all of it, right? Yep. Okay. Yep, because they recklessly attack that. Uh, let's see. That is a 21 for the first one. Yep. That is a... Oh, oh, oh. Uh, 16 for the next one? That one doesn't hit. It doesn't hit. Okay, nope. wow. Well, that was the second spider biting the... Right, one, right. So, so this, this, is, this is the solo spider yeah. biting the one guy. Uh, that is a 24. So both so, of the hobgoblins are getting hit. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so roll damage for the first one, mm-hmm. and then the second one will let me know. Yep. So the first one is going to be 11 piercing. Okay. Uh, the next one is going to be nine piercing. They both fall. The um, <clears throat> the hobgoblins that were in this room have been neutralized. The goblins all kind of stand there and look around. Before we move on, though, Katie, you are up next. Mm-hmm. There are no hostile hobgoblins any longer up. Okay. You are standing at the entrance to the... Um, Secret passageway. Go ahead and make a perception check. It's a nat 20. <laughs> so, with your nat 20, yes. you're looking down the secret passage hallway, but you begin to pick up a sound Uh-oh. that isn't in front of you. As you stop and listen, it's from the left of you if you're facing down that tunnel. Almost like it's coming from the tunnel that was near the crystal that you took. So you can hear what sounds like footsteps approaching in quite a bit from the tunnel that the hobgoblins had fled through. With your nat 20, you'd be able to pick it up. So across the way? Yes. The tunnel my grease is on, right? Yep. Yep, the tunnel the grease is on. I think it's the wards, right? Probably, if there's a lot of footsteps. So I'll just, I guess, kind of yell out, We might have incoming. I hear footsteps. Look, hidden footprints. And I'll let you guys know that it's in the tunnel that's um, on the other side. Okay. Do you want to move from where you are, or are you staying facing that tunnel just to make sure there's nothing there? I'm going to stay where I am. Okay, awesome. Raka, you are up. I mean Kitty just lets you know that they, she can hear the sounds of footprints of footsteps <laughs> <laughs> it's because I said that I stupid line footprints well no, Diablo 3 the most annoying thing is that lady look hidden footprints mm-hmm. and you have to fucking follow her and she says it like 10 times before she gets where you're going anyways Braca, you are able to understand when Katie said hey there's footsteps coming from that from 60 <laughs> feet away do you want to move towards that to investigate further, or are you staying with Katie? It's just across the way, right? Yeah, it's about 60 feet yeah. away from you. And So, okay, um, to ask, because I don't think I did, how many goblins are there? 
Make a perception check. It's a five. A five? I mean, there's anywhere between 20 to 40 goblins that you can see in okay. this room. Brock is going to say to Katie, um, unless it's some very, very dangerous threat, I don't think it's anything that the force that's currently in the room can't handle. So, um, we should, you should for now just stay vigilant here. I'm, I'm going to be right here too. Okay. I'm not going to jump in the dog pile of people no, I, over I there. No, I want you to. Um, but Braca will, um, instead of this time, like, watching, like, the tunnel, um, he'll, he'll kind of just be, like, um, like, he, he'll, he's, he's not gonna move at all, but he's just kind of gonna kind of position himself, like, horizontally, so that he can see, like, the tunnel, and, like, the right, like, he can just turn to the left and see the tunnel, and can see, like, everything else in the cavern to the right. Okay. Um, but... Yeah, I guess just, again, if anything hostile comes towards him, like, starts coming towards him, he'll just firebolt it. Puck looks around and sees that the hobgoblins are no longer a threat, that they have all been taken care of or fled. And he turns to the group of goblins and says, Go find our brothers and let them know that it has begun. We need to turn against these hobgoblins and the hags. And you see as most of the goblins that were there disappear into the two tunnels that they had basically behind them. They disappear and they begin to go and you can hear footsteps going in that direction as they go out. And as a a small group starts to leave, Puck's like, no, no, you four, stay here. Come here, just in case. I hear footsteps. And Katie shouted them out to everybody, so come here. We need to get defensive positions and make sure whoever comes in is not a threat. And they begin to kind of position themselves facing that way. Um, and the goblins move with Puck to look into that and, um, hallway. And then Agard, you are up. So Agard is going to turn to the, the two, his two spider friends and, you know, talk in the spider. Um, and you're going to see the three of them. You'll see the three of them um, rush towards the door mm-hmm. and you can climb up on the wall to where there's two on either side of the doorway. Mm-hmm. And then Agard will put himself above the doorway. Okay. So with, with the doorway. They, and to where they can't. I mean, they're like right. on the thing where they're like. They can't of, be seen. They're, right. Unless they're someone like, comes through. Right. They have to walk into the room to see them. Right. They're not, you know, peering around the corner. Yeah. And actually, the two on the bottom have their. Booties facing the door. Okay. They have their web shooters facing the door. Be technical, yes. They have gotcha. Their, their Andrew Garfield are facing the door. So, Katie, you yelled out and let them know you are now up again in this turn. You've seen Puck send goblins into the tunnels. With a select group, they have moved over to block the entryway that you mentioned you heard sounds coming from and then Agard and the other two spiders have now basically sealed that door not physically sealed but they've sealed to where if somebody comes in they're going to be attacked by the spiders and possibly Puck and the other goblins 
I guess I'll just still ready my... <laughs> just still ready my action for if anything hostile comes near me or Braca because I'm still near you. Mm. Um, I will attack it with my chromatic obsidian great axe. Okay. Braca? Like the bad bitch I am. So um, did you mean hold an action? I'm not sure what ready an action means. Can we look hold it up in the, an action. Can we look that up in the manual? God. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you meant. I was going with the hold action. but I knew what you meant too, but... Um, are the footsteps like really like obvious now since they, since they they're getting out? closer and it is it does sound like multiple footsteps not like one thing or a centaur yeah. or a centaur yeah. um okay or it could be two coconuts being tapped together mm. is my, is my <gasps> grease still there your grease is still there for another like 30 seconds okay like five more rounds. Okay. Um, Braca will um, ready in action. He'll he'll hold Firebolt and Firebolt the first thing he sees, or not the first thing he sees. Um, if he sees the party attacking something through the other entryway, um, he'll shoot a Firebolt over there and attack what they're attacking, basically. Okay. By the way, much cooler in here now. Thank you. Yeah. Nah. Okay, so there's Puck, four other goblins, and a guard and two spiders, right? Yes, there's... So the way the goblins are set up is there's three in the front, one dead center, and then two others kind of off to either side of the doorway, and then Puck and another goblin are standing behind them, the next row. So it's three, and then the two in the gaps... So they're forming almost like a line, but with two layers. Then the two spiders that aren't Agard are on the left and right side of the doors with their booties facing in. Mm. And then Agard is up above the door looking down. Mm-hmm. Yep, looking down. Okay. Um, Braca will um, just hold Firebolt. Not like on like that area. Just if anything hostile like comes in within range of Firebolt. Like, either through the hallway that Katie and I are looking through, or on the other side, he'll just uh, shoot a firebolt. Okay. <clears throat> you guys hear the footsteps continue. It takes about 20 seconds, so your grease is still there for at least the first round. Um, everybody's kind of holding. And then all of a sudden, Puck turns and looks in the direction of Braca and Katie and says... We have incoming as hobgoblins begin to approach the door. Um, They're still a little ways off. Puck is letting you know because he looked into the distance with his dark vision and could see them entering. And they get ready. Agard up above, even though Puck has turned, you can hear that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, You guys have a little bit of preparation here. You've got about six seconds before they burst through the door. Is Is it an actual physical door? Uh, well, no, entry just the, the entryway. The entryway. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I just want to make the, sure. The cavern entrance, I should say. Well, hearing that, and I guess hearing them coming really close, mm-hmm. Agar's spider is also going to turn around and face his butt straight down. Okay. And then yell out to the spider people. Mm-hmm. And basically just. How can I say this politely? 
Um, they're basically gonna the, the 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 area right there. There's gonna be some grease and stuff there too. But he's just basically gonna they're gonna cover that area with um, web. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. So all three spiders are gonna web it. Empty their web shooters. Ooh, no, they don't <laughs> empty it. <laughs> so as that happens, mm-hmm. you are able to form basically a web over the doorway. And you hear as it sounds like almost the, the footsteps begin to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, I will roll for the first one. Also, like on the floor too, though. Like right, you know. Like I, I want to make sure there's at least it's going to be a little difficult for them to pass. Are there, them. are there two other entryways too? Yeah, the goblins went. The other goblins went in those. Oh, right. yep. yeah. I rolled a nat twenty okay. for their check on the grease. So he's a the hobgoblin that originally gets there is able to stop before hitting the web. And you hear a very similar voice um, that you've heard before kind of growl out, enough, stop. As you wait a moment, you hear what sounds like the the stress of a bowstring on a bow. And, and as you look, as Puck looks in and you guys are looking at the tunnel... You can see a flaming arrow pierce through the web as the web catches on fire and begins to disperse, and the grease underneath lights briefly and then disappears as the grease is disappearing for that round, and the hobgoblins begin to pour in through the door. This is where we're going to end this week's episode. The party has assisted Puck in beginning a rebellion against the hags and the clan of the Black Moon. After driving out the initial forces of hobgoblins, they appear to have regrouped and returned with a familiar voice leading them. Thank you, friends and fellow adventurers, for tuning in to this week's episode of Cocked, a Real Play RPG podcast. Don't forget that we do have a giveaway going on over on Instagram. The lucky winner will be able to choose between Alfred, Chort, Polyphony, Puck, or the Warden for printed models. The winner will also receive the option of having the mini primed or painted by myself. I am excited to announce that we are now affiliated with Chronicle Cards, who make all sorts of RPG accessories as well as some awesome brushes for painting. You can also take 20% off your order by using the code AWR underscore art 20 at checkout. The coupon code is also included in the episode description. This leads us to my last point. Join us next week as we uncover who the familiar voice is booming down the tunnel. Um, and it's at this point we're going to get in turn order. Okay. Damn it. Can't do anything. 18 for Agard. Five. Okay. Don't do the end. We're good. Hold on. 27. There we go. What? Wow. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What pluses do you have? 27. Plus 7. No, 5. Okay. Does it look like, for the most... Okay, hang on. My voice cracked. Does it look like, for the most part... Voice cracked again. <laughs> <coughs> Golly. Need some water? I don't, I don't do you know. Do you want me to... Hey guys! <laughs> <laughs>